this is Coaches Chat, and I'm Betsy Foster. You are in for some thoughtful conversations with fitness industry professionals, musings on current topics in the wellness field, and actionable advice for building a thriving career as a fitness professional. At Foster Strength, my mission is to lead and educate colleagues in the fitness industry to deliver client-centered coaching that gets clients real results built on sound scientific principles, encourages them to build a long and fulfilling relationship with exercise, and disrupts toxic fitness culture to foster an inclusive industry. Let's get going. Hello, Betsy here with a brand new episode of Coaches Chat, talking a little bit today about why passion isn't enough, and particularly why passion isn't enough to be successful um, as a personal trainer or as a strength coach, though I believe that this probably applies to a lot of different careers. So we're going to talk about that today. This is the first of my short episodes where I break down elements of building a successful career as a trainer or coach in 20 minutes or less. So I aim to be brief, succinct, give you some actionable tools, some things to take away and think about without spending your entire day listening to this podcast. So let's not waste any more time. Um, Let's chat. I want to talk about passion as a motivator for choosing a career in health and fitness because it is very common and it is sort of touted as the thing that motivates most people to get into the career when you see advertisements or um, job listings It's always like, are you ready to change somebody's life? Are you ready to bring the magic of health and fitness to someone? And in many ways, I really believe that because I think there is a really powerful, life-changing element to being a great coach and working with people um, on their health and fitness goals. But the challenge is that it doesn't take you far enough. So there's nothing wrong with passion. In fact, I think a lack of passion is also a challenge in building a successful career because if you're just going through the motions and the actual element of training doesn't excite you, if it doesn't, if you don't really believe in the powerful elements of physical activity and building strength, and moving with freedom and out of pain, then this probably isn't the line of work for you either. The, there's, and there's a ton of good stuff with passion. Some of those things include your own personal investment. So the more passionate you are, the more likely you're going to be personally invested in your career, which for many people, jobs are jobs and they're sort of like going through the motions day to day. And while that's not an issue, um, when you're talking about a job where you're 
for the most part, your income is based on how much you're working and what you're doing. And it's, it's really um, self-motivated and you have to be accountable to yourself. Then I really believe your own personal investment is going to determine whether or not you're able to kind of sustain it. Uh, passion is also going to increase your likelihood that you'll keep learning. So if you're interested in elements of strength training, in elements of um, lifting and endurance and cardiovascular health and nutrition and sleep, you're going to be more likely to keep uh, trying to gain more knowledge, stay on top of your craft, all of that. Um, and that's really helpful because if you're gonna have a long career, you don't wanna be doing the same thing you were doing at the start of your career. And it can really give you that spark, that passion gives you a spark that is attractive to potential clients. Your love of moving, your love of lifting weights can really send a signal to someone who is on the fence about spending a lot of money on their own health and fitness to jump right in. So your passion does play a large role in your success. The challenge with, with passion is that it only goes so far. So I would argue that passion is a finite resource, i.e., as soon as you kind of run into your first obstacle that causes you to question whether or not this is working for you, passion kind of is a little bit nowhere to be found. You're going to have clients who aren't as passionate as you, who don't want to give you the effort that you're looking for. You may have cancellations or sort of obligations for the gym that you're working at that you don't love, that don't spark passion. And if that's all you're relying on, then it's likely you're not going to be up for continuing. And it can get real old real quick. Um, passion can also be really distancing and unrelatable for your clients. So again, like I was saying, for many people working in a commercial gym setting, you aren't necessarily going to have a ton of clients who have that same passion for fitness that maybe you do. For example, many people are hiring a trainer for increased accountability, increased knowledge, literally to have an appointment to do this thing that they don't love doing. So if you are so gung-ho about your experience as a trainer, and at your experience lifting weights that you can't possibly have the empathy to understand where they're coming from, why they might not be thrilled about it, why they might be a little slow to get started, why they might feel like they want to give up. They can feel really disconnected from you and it turns out that they don't feel like the relationship is a good fit. The other challenge with passion is it doesn't make up for the other skills that you need to be successful. Passion isn't going to be the only thing that you need 
in order to maintain a career to have longevity in the field. So that's where we have to sort of think about, okay, what are these kind of skills that would help you succeed beyond passion? And I've made a little list here that I think is really helpful, especially if you're sort of on the fence about making the leap or you're trying to figure out what else do I need? What can I work on? Some things that you might need. Personal accountability. I think this one is huge. If you need someone to hold your hand, if you need someone to tell you every step of the way what it is that you need to do to get your job done, this is not gonna be the job for you unless you find the magic gym or the magic supervisor or the magic coach who is going to have the time, energy, and effort to walk you through every potential client, to be there for every sale you make, to be there for every text message you need to send, to look over every single program. You do want that additional support in the beginning of your career. Certainly, I'm not saying you don't need it, but you do have to have the ability to be a self-starter, to work on your own, to not need someone over your shoulder. And that's a challenge for a lot of people. And, and when I was in hiring and personal training was a huge indicator. If that person didn't really identify as a self-starter or said that they needed kind of external sources of motivation or support, it usually didn't pan out all that well. You need to be organized. If you could see my office right now, you would say, this is organized, question mark. But you don't have to be neat or tidy and you don't have to have everything in a perfect system. But as you build a business that involves multiple clients and a variety of programs and lots of different people's schedules, being organized and being able to really think of your work as running your own individual business is gonna be really important. Keeps you on time, keeps you professional. Um, people are paying oftentimes a lot of money to hire a personal trainer or a coach and you should deliver that um, by being organized. Patience. Patience is a huge one and one that sometimes It feels juxtaposed to that passion in that it is not always going to be glamorous. It is not always going to be easy. It is going to be a slow build over time. You are not always going to mesh perfectly with clients at the beginning. You aren't always going to be able to communicate your point. Um, with clarity. You aren't always going to have individuals getting the results you want on the timeline you want. And you have to have patience and the understanding that your patience allows someone to grow and to achieve their goals in a timeline that works for them. In the same way that in your own career, you do have to realize that you're not going to be the best trainer tomorrow, six months down the line, a year down the line. You have to give patience to yourself to 
garner experience, to make mistakes. And that's where that patience comes in. And if you think that your passion for lifting is going to override all of that, you're not in luck. You need to have a genuine interest in communication, building relationships, and behavioral science. Because only a small portion of your job is exercise science. I think that's a challenge. If you're not really interested in working with people and you're more interested in the science and the logistics of strength training, there are jobs in health and fitness and strength training and exercise science that may be appropriate for you, but one-on-one coaching or group coaching with people may not be the right fit. So to work with people, you really have to want to be a better communicator, want to build relationships, and want to learn about habit change and behavior and all of those things. You have got to, beyond your passion, have an interest outside of health and fitness. If the only thing you care about is lifting, you are terribly boring to a client. I guarantee that you do have other interests. Oftentimes, many trainers just focus on their own interests in lifting and kind of forget about who they are as another person. But you really do have to have outside interests. I can't tell you how many times I've looked across a gym floor and watched a client zone out entirely or look terribly uncomfortable as their trainer went through telling a story about their entire own personal workout. I hate to break it to you, but for the most part, your clients do not care about your workouts. And their hour or half hour or whatever amount of time they're paying for is not for you to explain your passion about health and fitness. So what do you like doing outside of health and fitness? What are things that you can have in common with your clients? What hobbies do you like? What foods do you like? TV shows, books, that kind of thing. It's actually very important in building a more robust relationship that isn't surface level and just about training. And then you need to develop good self-care practices that aren't just working out. So working out can be escape, it can be a tool for mental health, it can be a tool for overall physical health. But because your work is now kind of all about exercise in essence, you need to be able to build space outside of personal training, outside of the gym to take care of yourself. And that means having hobbies, having interests, having a meditation practice, being willing to take some rest and being willing to put limits on your time and set boundaries. So those are just some of the most important things that I think of. Again, I want you to keep the passion alive. You need it, it's, it makes you a great trainer. But really be brutally honest with yourself about some of these other qualities and determine which, if any of them, you might need to spend a little bit more time cultivating. If you aren't really interested in doing that, and are just pumped about your own workouts, about talking about workouts, and about writing workouts, coaching may not be exactly the right fit for you. 
again, like I had said before, there are lots of other jobs in the field, lots of other roles that you can have that may be a better fit um, and more aligned with your specific interest. If you're really up for spending some time with some of these other qualities, determining which you're already good at, which really aligned with um, what you're willing to do, as well as which ones you may wanna develop a little bit more, you take all those qualities in addition to your passion, put them all together, and you can really find a ton of success and some real career satisfaction in the coaching realm. And I want that for you. I want real career satisfaction, success, with your passion and all the other things that you need. All right, Um, if you've got questions, thoughts, or comments, please let me know. I am happy to chat. You know where to find me on Instagram at fosterstrength or by email, betsy at befosterstrong.com. That's the letter B, fosterstrong.com, betsy at befosterstrong.com. I would love to have more of a conversation with you. All right, until next time, bye.